Hey everybody, this is Jordan Stoltz and welcome back to the Triple F Podcast. Um, if you're listening to this, this is the first ever Workout Wednesday. This is episode uh, 002 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. And this is the first ever Workout Wednesday, so I just wanted to say to you guys, if you like today's episode, so if you like the fitness tips, head on over to to the YouTube channel, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. There'll be some bonus content for this episode, including some exercise uh, form descriptions, form breakdowns, things like that, and maybe also a sample at-home workout that you could do. So head on over to Fitness, Food, and Freedom on YouTube. Also check out Instagram, fitness.food.freedom. Those are the two social media channels where I'm going to be putting a lot of fitness information up. Even though I am passionate about fitness, food, and freedom, fitness really is my baby. That's the thing that I it's really got me into this whole industry to begin with. So big part of my life. I want it to become a big part of yours. So head on over to YouTube and Instagram. I hope you like today's episode. It's the first ever workout Wednesday. All right, so let's get down to it. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What is up, everybody? This is Jordan Stoltz, and I am back for episode 002 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Thank you, everybody, for checking out the Triple F podcast. No matter where you came from, if it was Facebook at Fitness, Food, and Freedom, Instagram, YouTube, uh, maybe you're at triplefpodcast.com. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you are from, Thank you for tuning in and for listening. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz. If you don't know who I am and you don't know about this podcast, go check out episode 000 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I kind of explained what my mission for the podcast is, why I'm doing it, um, and just who I am in general. Uh, so go check out that episode if you haven't yet. If you missed Motivation Monday, go back and listen to that as well. These are the first ever episodes coming out of what will be, I hope, a great podcast that will help a ton of people. So today, like I said, is the first ever Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. I'm super excited for Workout Wednesday because, like I said in episode zero, Fitness is really how I got into this whole website, entrepreneur, podcasting, whole world. So um, my site, Leaning Athletic, I put a lot of fitness articles up there. So I have a lot of good content to share. I've been a personal trainer for uh, several years, a strength conditioning coach, and just been working out myself for quite a few years. So I have a lot of kind of anecdotal experience that I can share and hopefully help you guys with. Uh, so today, I wanted to kind of kick things off with how the workout Wednesdays are mainly going to be structured. So for the, at least these first few weeks, so the first expect maybe four or five weeks, I'm going to kind of be going over my top exercises for a certain body part. So I'm going to kind of explain the body part, which you'll hear today, and I'll kind of give some you know certain points, pointers, things you need to know about the body part, and then I'm going to give you my top five exercises or workout tips for that body part. Now, I'm also going to end the episode, and I want to really touch on this, why I'm doing this. I'm going to end the episodes with giving you an at-home option. So I know a lot of 
people's favorite exercises. So say you're talking about legs. You know, a lot of people's top exercises are going to be barbell squats, dumbbell lunges, things like that. However, this is the Fitness Food and Freedom podcast. So a big part of this podcast is, you know, freeing people from the things that trap them. So that thing might be the gym, and I realize that. So for some people who spent, you know, maybe they spent years going to the gym for two or three hours a day, that can become a type of jail for you that, you know, you really feel trapped and you have to do that for your fitness goals, which is just not the case. Or you might just feel trapped because you don't have a gym near you. I grew up on a farm, had to kind of make my own equipment, manage with whatever I had because there wasn't a gym within driving distance. So I definitely realized that different things that can hinder, different things people could have excuses on. So just for that reason, I'm going to start giving at-home workouts as well. Most likely, these at-home workouts are going to be posted on the Fitness, Food, and Freedom YouTube channel. So I'll give kind of tutorials. It'll be a short video just compiling the workout so you can see what I'm doing and you can kind of follow along. It's not going to be an exercise video, but it is going to be an instructional video. So you can take the sets and reps, the exercises with minimal equipment. Most likely you'll need some kind of bands to do these exercises. I'll get into that later. A lot of it will be body weight, however. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's kind of how today's going to look. Uh, welcome to the first ever Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. And today I am talking about shoulders. So this is one of my probably favorite body parts to train, favorite part to try to look better, and the part I think makes the biggest difference in aesthetics, which I'll get into a little bit later. So I'm going to start talking about the shoulders and Like I said, I'm going to get into shoulders by explaining something about the body part and things to keep in mind as you train it. All right, so the shoulders, I just want to touch on a few things about them. So they are the deltoid muscles, basically. Um, They're often paired with uh, the upper back if you're talking about the rear part of the shoulder, and they're often paired with the chest as secondary muscle groups if you're talking about the front of the shoulder or you're pressing. So they are the deltoids, uh, commonly referred to front deltoid, medial or side deltoid, and rear deltoid. So if you see those terms, that's what they're referring to. Um, Really, the front deltoid gets a lot of work. So the way the front deltoid works is raising things in front of you or pressing. And I know most people press a lot in their workouts and in their daily life. So just from a posture standpoint, um, your arms are out in front of you a lot, right? So you're typing, you're um, possibly just raising things up in front of you. Maybe you're just sitting a little slumped forward. So you will most commonly use your front deltoids. Those are often developed pretty nicely in most people. And if you work out at all, you're doing some kind of push-up or bench press, incline press, that's all working the front delt. So I usually don't recommend a lot of work for the front delt for that reason. Side or medial delt, um, that's basically if you're bringing your elbow away from your body. So if you're making like a kind of like a chicken wing kind of motion, <laughs> and uh, you can think of this like a lateral raise. So if you know some shoulder exercises, you probably have done the lateral raise. When you hold dumbbells to your side, raise them out to the side until you're in like a T position or like a cross. 
that would be a lateral raise, and that's basically the function of the medial delt. This is the part of the deltoid that bodybuilders, fitness enthusiasts, they're really trying to develop because they want those wide shoulders. They want the cap on the end of their shoulders. For women, um, it kind of is what make toned arms, and I'll get into that a little bit later. All right, and then the rear delts. Um, these are often the muscle groups paired with the upper back and traps. Um, if you're doing a motion for the rear delts, often the upper back and traps will get involved. Um, the rear delts are commonly underdeveloped in people, even fitness professionals, and for sure your average Joe, because like I said, the arms are more commonly out in front. You're never putting your arms behind you um, in a rear delt kind of motion. So a what the rear delts do would be bringing your arms behind you. So think if you were holding a band out in front of you and you pulled the band apart so your arms went from directly in front of you to the T position, that would be your rear delts working. So they make machines for this. You can do this with bands. I'll go into the exercises later. But the rear delts usually need a lot of work because they're postural muscles. They prevent that hunch forward look and they also you know, pull the chest up a little bit so it just gives you better posture in general those are the parts of the deltoid that's how it's commonly divided commonly thought of there's a lot of little muscles in there with like the rotator cuff and things like that Um, but really what i'm going to be talking about is the main muscle group of the shoulders i did want to touch on that the shoulders are kind of injury prone so there's a lot of people with shoulder issues shoulders that are just pissed off in general and especially in athletes, they'll get a lot of shoulder injuries depending what they do. So it might be an overuse injury or like a traumatic injury. Uh, So the shoulder really is an unstable joint. It's the most unstable joint of any joint in our bodies. And that's because it has the most range of motion of any joint in our bodies. So if you think about the way the shoulder joint is, it's really, it's a ball and socket, right? So it's the Basically, not to get into two scientific terms, it's the arm bone going into the socket that's in the shoulder. It's made up of different bones up in that area, such as the collarbone, uh, scapula, things like that. So you're getting that ball socket, which results in a lot of range of motion. So you can raise your shoulder to the side, to the front, pull it behind you, swing around in circles. You can throw with it, externally rotate, internally rotate. It has a ton of range of motion, which makes it really unstable and susceptible to injury. Um, So you have to be really careful with the shoulders. You have to be careful if you're an athlete that you're not, um, you know, going to injure it acutely because of that range of motion. So landing with the, with your arm over your head, that would cause shoulder injury, um, probably a sprain, Uh, A lot of rotator cuff issues happen in sports as well. However, for your average person who's just trying to get fit, improve their shoulder, just fitness, um, really the common thing is overuse injuries. That can happen with athletes or your common people. If you're working your shoulders too hard, too often, too heavy, these things will make your shoulders start to be kind of impinged and achy. So they're susceptible to injury. Just wanted to touch on that. And what they respond to is higher volume for this reason. So I usually recommend higher reps and more frequency. So doing your shoulder work more often, possibly having its own shoulder day, um, but really 
the more you can work your shoulders, especially the rear delts, the better they'll respond. So you're not putting too much intensity on them so they don't start aching. You're not going too hard on the joints, so you're not going super heavy on your shoulders, but you're getting a lot of work with those ranges of motion. That's how shoulders are best train. That's how I like to have clients train the shoulders. Um, shoulders, like I said, one of the my favorite body parts to train and really one of the best body parts for looking better. So if you're a woman, really what women think is toned arms really is toned shoulders with low body fat. So that, um, you know, that cut that goes in from your shoulder to your bicep, that's the shoulder muscle, that's the side delt. And that's because if you have low enough body fat, that'll show and it'll come into the insertion point. It'll look good. And then in men, it gives you that superhero look, those big cap shoulders, that V look where your shoulders are wider than your waist, all these things shoulders can give you. So really important to the physique, really important for fitness and to just keep your shoulders healthy uh, for your daily tasks. So I'm going to kind of get into some top exercises. I'm going to start with some gym exercises. Um, but yeah, that's just want some stuff I wanted to touch on about the shoulder. All right. So like I said, I'm going to go into some shoulder exercises, but I do want to talk about some gym exercises first. Okay. So a lot of the shoulder exercises, since they're higher reps, uh, you can do with light dumbbells, you can do with bands, cables, things like that. There are a couple compound movements, though, that I am all about. So I'm going to start with those. So my top exercise for shoulders is any kind of overhead press. So if you're in the gym, you'd have a barbell, most likely. This can be done with dumbbells also. Tell most people, I like to see how they move in the range of motion with a barbell because there can be a lot of tight muscle groups that keep you from putting a bar overhead. Uh, so barbells most commonly used, dumbbells can be used if your range of motion kind of sucks. Um, but basically you're starting with the bar at your chest level. So you're holding it arms a little wider than shoulder width apart. You're just pressing it straight overhead. So it goes up in front of your face, head pushes through a little bit and the bar is directly over your head at the top of the movement. You bring it down slowly and continue reps that way. You're not throwing the weight up, bouncing it down. These are slow, controlled reps. You're squeezing your butt, you're bracing your abs, and you're making these reps quality. So you're also like depressing your shoulders, if that makes sense, at the top of the movement. So you're not shrugging your shoulders up to your ears. You are keeping them pinned down, and that's a shoulder press. That's what most people call an overhead press, military press, or just a shoulder press. Um, these are great exercises because it's a big compound movement out of any shoulder exercise. You can go heavy on this one. This is a pretty natural range of motion and something that I think humans should be able to do. So it's like a natural human movement to push things over your head or to hold things over your head. Something, if you can't get into that position, you need to, because it's a foundational movement of humans. Uh, so this is the only one I would suggest maybe going a little heavier. So you can work in the five to eight rep range and overhead press, um, work your weight up. I'd say like good numbers for a woman for overhead press would be anywhere near a hundred pounds is really strong for a woman. Um, I'd, yeah, I mean, anywhere I'd say from 60 to 100 pounds is good for a woman to work up to with a barbell. Uh, for men, barbell work up to, you know, 135 pounds or so. It all depends on your weight. The overhead press is an exercise that, how do I put this? Um, adding five pounds feels like a ton of weight 
taking off five pounds feels like you took off a ton of weight. So uh, drop sets can be used really well in overhead presses and uh, be careful as you're adding weight. So maybe invest in some fractional plates that are like only a pound each or you can work with bands, dumbbells, things like that just to switch it up. So you can, you'll hit a wall with shoulder press where adding five pounds every workout is just too much. My next exercise I really like, I want to touch on this one, is face pulls. This can be done with bands. It can be done with a cable stack. Since I'm talking the gym workout, um, I'll talk the cable stack. So if you had a cable crossover machine, you would hook maybe the rope attachment up to that, slide the rope up to the top of the machine, pick a weight, usually going to be somewhere in the 25 to 40 pound range and you're just going to pull it right to your face so you're going to end with the rope kind of at your temples so you're pulling the rope to your face you're a little bit of external rotation on your shoulder so bring your hands up to the ceiling a little bit this is working your traps and also your rear delts specifically it's fixing some imbalances in the shoulder to balance out that over development of the front delts that I was talking about. It helps your posture. This is something I suggest doing often. So almost every workout, if it's any kind of upper body day, if you're pulling, it fits right with your workout because it's a pulling exercise. If you're pushing, I usually recommend face pulls of some sort just to balance out the pushing you did. So great exercise and something I think everybody should be doing. And like I said, again, if you want examples of the exercises i will try to get a video on fitness food and freedom on youtube so you can see these exercises in action so i can just kind of explain them better so you'll be able to reference that video and see the form of all these um, band pull aparts on my next one this can be done at home or in the gym um, but i do recommend these for either place uh, it's kind of like i described before so you're holding a band out in front of you at your shoulder height arms right in front of you you're pulling the band out so you're putting your arms from right in front of you to the t position and you're stretching the band across your chest great exercise for fixing and balancing in the rear delts again do this one every day i usually tell people if they really have a problem with rounded forward shoulders do like 50 to 100 band pull-aparts per day for a couple months and you'll see a huge difference in your back development your shoulder strength and your shoulder pain will be gone most likely and the next one is lateral raises i described this one dumbbells to your sides out to the t position so you're in that kind of cross position uh, a lot of people sometimes go with these go on these heavy i don't really usually recommend that just because it can really cause some shoulder impingement issues i suggest going a little lighter so Many sets of like 10 to 15 reps is usually good for lateral raises. Shoulders respond to a lot of tension and a lot of time under that tension, higher volume. So that's why I usually recommend a little bit higher reps and just keeping the tension the whole time. So really focus on that shoulder working in these lateral raises. Um, there's a few do's and don'ts of lateral raises. I want you to check out the YouTube video that goes with this podcast just so you can see the right form to do. There's a lot of different forms and lateral raises. But for now, just don't go too heavy. Don't swing the weight. Try not to use your traps. So focus on those shoulders doing the work. And you're going nice, slow, and controlled, keeping tension on the shoulders. And my last one I wanted to touch on is 
actually something you can do at home or in the gym also. Uh, you kind of maybe seeing a trend with the shoulders here, but they are handstands. So great alternative to the overhead press, especially if you need to switch things up. Um, so these can be handstand holds against the wall, handstand push-ups where your feet or your hands, excuse me, are on the floor or they're elevated and you're doing push-ups a little bit farther range of, range of motion. These are good because they have a good range of motion and it just gives you a different stimulus on your shoulders and they can be done anywhere. So great movement for controlling your body, becoming one with your body and, you know, just really, like I said, freeing yourself from the gym if that's something that traps you. All right, guys, and before I get into my favorite at-home shoulder workout, I want to do everyone's hopefully favorite segment, Stuff Jordan Loves. Stuff Jordan Loves. Now, I'm talking a lot about shoulders. I'm talking a lot about bands. You'll especially notice a lot of band talk with my at-home exercises for shoulders. So, for Stuff Jordan Loves today, I want to tell you my favorite bands. So, my favorite bands are from Rogue Fitness. Um, they're mini bands. So, I I know there's a lot of different band sets on like Amazon and things like that. Um, you can get the ones with the handles. You can get the ones... You know, that come in different resistance amounts. I like all those. We actually have a set of those at home. My wife uses those to work out at home. However, I do like the Rogue Fitness mini bands because they're so versatile. You can throw them in any bag. They go in a gym bag, backpack. Uh, they could even go in someone's purse if they really wanted to do that. They fit anywhere. They're tiny. And these Rogue mini bands are great for shoulder exercises. So they're great for warm-ups, for face pulls, for band pull-aparts. Any video you see on Fitness, Food, and Freedom on YouTube is going to have me using these Rogue mini bands. So I'm really liking the orange one. That's the lightest one, and it's very, very skinny. It's used mainly with me for warm-ups and light band pull-aparts. So I'll do sets of like 50 with the band pull-aparts. Um, or I'll warm up by pulling my arms into like a Y position, face pulls, external rotations, anything shoulder warm up is perfect with these mini bands. Um, also, I like the red one. So that's a the size up from the mini mini band and it's red. It's a little bit higher resistance, but it's also good for band pull uparts for sets of like 20 to 25 and some shoulder drills like face pulls. So I like hooking two of these bands up and using one band for each arm doing face pulls. That's my stuff Jordan loves today is the Rogue Fitness mini bands. Like you kind of noticed, I'm trying to keep the stuff Jordan loves segments with what I'm talking about. So they kind of just kind of are parallel to that. So you can find something I like and use in the topic I'm actually talking about. Stuff Jordan loves. All right, so I gave you some great advice for the gym. So you have overhead presses, face pulls, band pull-aparts, lateral raises, and handstands. Now I want to give you five exercises and possibly a sample shoulder workout that you can do at home. So what you're going to notice is that my five exercises are actually the same. I know, I know, maybe I'm cheating by saying that, but my five exercises are the same for at home. They're just how you do them. So overhead press, great movement for shoulder development. You have to press overhead if you want developed shoulders. Um, good thing is you can use like a kettlebell if you happen to have kettlebells at home. Actually, overhead pressing with a kettlebell usually feels better for people 
than overhead pressing with a barbell anyways. So I definitely recommend kettlebell overhead presses. If you don't have something like a kettlebell or a dumbbell, you're in luck because not only do handstands kind of replace overhead presses in the workouts, you can do overhead presses with bands. So if I, in the Stuff Jordan Love segment, I was talking about the bands with handles. Those are perfect for overhead presses. And in the example video on Fitness, Food, and Freedom YouTube channel, I will use these kind of bands with the handles. So I hook them to the door, step on them, and you just hold them just like dumbbells, press overhead. Best thing about these is the resistance gets harder at the top. So that last little press, you're really working your triceps by pressing out the band when it's the most stretched at the bottom it gives your shoulders a little bit of a break in that bottom position where it could be hard on your shoulders so that's really nice it feels great on the shoulders you can do overhead presses with bands kettlebells dumbbells i mean shoot you could even use a bag of flour for baking and just press it over your head one arm or two arms it doesn't matter there's lots of things to get creative with so don't be afraid to get creative and make your own equipment or use something around the house or just do bodyweight exercises such as handstand push-ups. My second exercise, face pulls. I'm keeping it the same, just like the gym workout, but you can do this with bands as well, which I'll put in the video. So basically, you're hooking one or two bands around a solid object, around shoulder height, maybe head height, and you're pulling it to your face. I really do recommend externally rotating the shoulders at the end of the movement. So you're pulling the band to your face, and the hands go up into the air, so you're shaped like a W at the end of the movement, right? So you're pulling to your face, pulling out. Um, that's great, like I said, for the rear delts, uh, rotator cuffs, upper back. I recommend doing those a lot. And especially at home, I would just leave them set up. So you have the bands set up to do face pulls whenever you want to. My next one is band pull-aparts. This can be done anytime. I usually just keep a band hanging uh, right by my nightstand. So I just grab it, do my set of 50, set of 25 band pull-aparts, and it's just great for fixing some imbalances for posture and upper back and shoulders. On my next one is lateral raises. This one can be a little trickier to do with bands, but I do recommend it because you have to get some kind of direct work on that side medial delt because simply overhead pressing or doing handstands and face pulls, that's not going to do it. So you need some kind of movement where you're raising your hand away from your body. And one of the best ones is lateral raises. So you can use bands for this. You can step on a band with handles, raise the handles out to your side. That's probably the easiest way to do it. However, if you got the Rogue mini bands, you don't have a band with handles. You can just loop the band around something on the floor and raise it out to your side so you're raising the whole loop across in front of your body that's a little trickier so i do recommend something with handles if you don't even have bands which i hope you would but if you don't you can use any kind of object so like i said lateral raises should be done light and with higher volume so you're doing higher reps like anywhere from 10 to 20 reps so you can use anything in the house for this that weighs i mean like 10 pounds you know that's the perfect weight to start with. So anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds, you're probably not going to go much above that anyways. So find something in the house that weighs that and you can hang on to. So, I mean, that might be, uh, man, could be anything really, anything in the kitchen. That's kind of where mind it, where my mind is right now that weighs anything you can grab onto. Um, you can just start 
looking for things, doing lateral raises. If you live anywhere with like a shop or garage, uh, it's a great, you can use tools for this kind of thing. So hang some kind of weight around like a hammer and raise it to your side. There's all kinds of ways. I want you guys to understand that the movement is what's important. So it's not that you're using a dumbbell or a band or a machine. It's that you have something against your body and you're raising it away. You're using that medial delt. So get creative with it. Don't be afraid to get creative at home. Free yourself from the gym if that's something that you feel trapped that you have to go. My last one, like I said, handstands. This is the same. So holds or push-ups can be done against any wall in your house and should be done. I recommend starting with holds. So be able to hold a handstand against the wall uh, without falling down for a whole minute before you go on to try and do push-ups. Uh, at that point, you're doing push-ups with just your hands on the floor. Head to the floor, press yourself up, start with some low reps, work your way up to higher reps. So maybe you start at like three or four reps, get up to where you can do 10, and then you can raise your hands up and increase the range of motion. So it's just important to control your body during all of this. These are at-home exercises. So you know, you're really going to have to focus on the tension and controlling your body. Uh, you might not have all the weight in the world to swing around, which is probably a good thing anyways, um, but just really focus on the shoulder. You can actually get great shoulder v- development at home with minimal equipment, which is great news for people that don't like to go to the gym. So I am a big fan of at-home workouts, working out outside. There's a lot of exercises that you can do, you know, you're not stuck to these, you don't have to have bands, you don't have to overhead press a kettlebell to have good shoulder development at home, you actually, you, you know, you have a good opportunity to develop the shoulders as secondary muscle groups, so if you're doing a lot of push-ups, that's actually working your shoulders quite a bit, especially the front delts, um, I do recommend getting some kind of rear delt work just to balance it out, but if you're even doing dips, so you can get creative with dips as well. Do dips between two chairs. Dips, I use, not even joking right now, I use a walker, like an old person walker, to do dips with. And it's very sturdy. And you can get great shoulder work if you stay relatively vertical during the dips. There's lots of different ways shoulders become secondary muscle groups. A lot of pulling exercises, if your hands are wide enough, they'll use the rear delts. A lot of pushing Every pushing will use the front delts, and the medial delts the only tricky one in there. So get creative with it. Notice when you're getting your shoulders working, you really need to get in tune with your body to feel which body parts are actually working. So, you know, maybe you can fix the exercise if it's not supposed to, or you can tweak it to get better workouts at home. So that's usually the advice I give if you're starting something at home. You know, start using some big movements like overhead presses, some pull-aparts, um, maybe some dips and push-ups. You're actually getting a good shoulder workout already. So biggest thing I just want to touch on is not to stress about it. So remember, having great shoulders isn't the best thing ever. And if you have bad shoulders, that's not the end of the world. If you already have injured shoulders, focus on getting them healthy. It's not a big deal to have these massive cannonballs on your shoulders. And I mean, really, the gym is to relieve stress, it's to improve yourself. If it's stressing you out to go work out, don't. So, work out at home. I do recommend some kind of workout, but 
You know, if you wanted to get your shoulders worked out, you just don't want to go to the gym, you don't have time, do it at home or put it off a day. The stress is not worth it. That's the biggest thing I really want to get across on Workout Wednesdays isn't just the fitness tips, but that fitness should be a blessing, not a curse. If it's a curse, you have to reevaluate something in your fitness program. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed the first Workout Wednesday. I got into a little rant there at the end about uh, stress. So I'm going to talk about that more on Motivation Monday, about what, just you know when to know if the gym is actually a stress, what to do about it. Hope you liked the exercises I gave you and were able to learn something about the shoulders today. This, ex- uh, this workout that I explained for the at-home portion where I'm using the bands, kettlebells, things like that, I'm going to put that on YouTube. So it's going to be on Fitness, Food, and Freedom on YouTube. And you can check that out to kind of follow along, see the right form, and how to hook everything up if you're using bands at home. So I hope you like this first ever Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. And I hope you guys all join me Friday for the first ever Foodie Friday. I'm really looking forward to that, where I just talk about nutrition and food, diet timing and plans and all that good stuff. So, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss Motivation Mondays, Workout Wednesdays, or Foodie Fridays. And also, it'd mean a lot to me if you reviewed the podcast. The reviews help so much with spreading the word of the Triple F podcast, getting it out there. I really want this message to spread not only my fitness tips and nutrition tips, but also the motivation. So the motivation to get in the gym or just the motivation to free yourself from the things that bind you. That's my big mission. That's what I want. I want this to reach so many people. Leaving reviews would help tremendously. To do that, even if you're already subscribed, go to your podcast app, purple thing in your phone and search for fitness food and freedom podcast you'll have to do that whether you're subscribed or not click on our cover art and there'll be a button called ratings and reviews and you can write a review from that link thank you everyone for listening it means so much that you took time out of your day to listen to me talk about shoulder exercises and go on a little rant about working out at home i really appreciate you listening This has been episode 002 of the Triple F Podcast, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. If you liked it, share it with your friends and family. I'm signing off till Friday. I'll see you all then for Foodie Friday. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.